0: My name is Raymond Laboe, and I said in my language, I said, hello, my relatives, I shake your hands with a good heart. And uh, Mr. Chairman, Vice Chairwoman, we thank you for this time, members of the committee. Uh, I, I serve as the chairman of the Shire River Sioux Tribe. I thank you for this opportunity to testify on behalf of my Lakota people today on the vitally important subject of S-2088. Our Wounded Knee Memorial and Sacred Site Act. Our South Dakota Senators Mike Rounds and John Thune, who offered this Senate companion bill to restore our lands to Indian country status with reference to our 1868 treaty, deserve our gratitude. The Wounded Knee Memorial and Sacred Site Act land will be taken into restricted Indian fee title with the names of our respective tribes on the title. We also thank our Congressman Dusty Johnson, who offered the House bill on this important matter concerning Wounded Knee, we urge Congress to quickly pass this bill and respectfully ask President Biden to sign into law. The Shine River Sioux Tribe, our Lakota people, are comprised of Minikoju, Itazi Cho, Siha Sapa, and O'ohe bands that are, that is four of the seven bands of Lakota. Chief Bigfoot, or Spotted Out, was our Minikoju Itantra chief and he was a relative of Crazy Horse. His father was Lonehorn, or Minnikoju Itantra, who was born in 1790 and lived until 1877. At Shine River Sioux Tribe, or Itantra, including Lonehorn, are signatories to the 1851 Sioux Nation Treaty, Fort Laramie I, and the 1868 Great Sioux Nation Treaty, Fort Laramie II. Chief Bigfoot was a signatory to 1868 Treaty And also, my great-great-grandfather, Chief Joseph Forbear, was also a signatory for the two-kettle band of Lakota. Chief Bigfoot was sick with pneumonia as Minicoju made their way to Pine Ridge. The cold winter on the prairie in western South Dakota often reaches 20 degrees below zero. And with the wind chill, the temperature can feel like 50 degrees below zero. Major Whiteside told... Bigfoot and his people that they could not go to Pine Ridge but must go to the military camp at Wounded Knee, where the army intended to disarm our Lakota men, women, and children and take all their horses. Chief Bigfoot asked the cavalry to take the Lakota to Pine Ridge, but they refused. In the bitter cold of December 1890, the 7th Cavalry, per Colonel the Forse- ordered our Minikoju and our Hunkapapa Lakota relatives to camp under the Hotchkiss guns at 6 a.m. in the morning on December 29, 1890. The Army lined up all the men and large boys, nine years old and older, in front of the soldiers' firing line, forcibly disarmed them. As Black Coyote, the last man, was disarmed, he objected, and he had just bought his gun, and the soldiers seized him roughly, roughly and the gun went off straight up in the air then with the sound like canvas tearing the cavalry commenced firing at the disarmed line of men in front of them and the hotchkiss guns fired throughout the camp killing killing children women and old men soldiers shot women with babies on their back the shooting went on for hours when little boys hid in a ravine the soldiers called them that they were safe now they could come out. When the boys came out from the ravine, the soldiers shot them. Our Minikoji relative, Dewey Beard, lost his parents, his wife, his babies that day, and was shot several times. He said simply, They murdered us. Dewey Beard was known as Wasu Maja, Iron Hail. For many wounds sustained at Wounded Knee, Beard was the last living Wounded Knee survivor, and he said, that 350 of our Lakota were massacred that day in, in December 1890. Upon hearing the massacred, General Nelson A. Miles said Wounded Knee was the most a- admirable criminal military blunder and a horrible massacre of women and children. Congress and the president ignored General Miles and awarded 24 medals of, to the soldiers that killed the, the women and the children at Wounded Knee. My grandmother, Marcelle Lebeau, served as a nurse in the United States Army in France during the World War II Battle of the Bulge. She treated America's wounded soldiers from the battlefield. When she was 100 years old, she asked Congress to pass the Removing the Stain Act to rescind the medals issued to the soldiers of the Wounded Knee Massacre. She said that there is a pervasive sadness among our Lakota people due to the tragic loss of our Lakota people at Wounded Knee. My relatives, uh, we would like to thank the South Dakota Senators and Congressman Dusty Johnson for their leadership on this important matter concerning wounded knee. And we thank the chairman, Senator Brian Schatz, ranking member Senator Murkowski, and the Senate committee members for, for this hearing and the opportunity, opportunity to give testimony. We urge Congress to quickly pass this bill and respectfully ask President Biden to sign it into law. We appreciate the time today. Uh, this land is uh, sacred to us. This 40 acres is where our, our relatives were lost and literally is referred to as the killing fields. And with the partnership with the Oglala Sioux Tribe and, and the Shrine River Sioux Tribe um, and the United States Congress, we can all partner together to, to make a positive uh, change for our people. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Mr. President, please proceed with your testimony.